Welcome to the St. Edward's Podcast, a church filled with the Holy Spirit. We hope that today's words will draw you closer to Christ Jesus. Many of you attended our annual meeting a few weeks back, which I thought went very well. In my annual address, I made the appeal that this year our focus will be on that we should build a culture of outreach here at St. Edward's. And by that, I don't necessarily mean that we should just add a few more programs, although that would be good, but that each group, each community group will participate in reaching out to the community of people around us, that each of us would be more active in sharing our faith, just like our Altrea Curcio group that meets on the second Tuesday of each month. This Tuesday, just a few days from now, we will be shining the light of Jesus to the residents of the assisted living home Kiva, right up the street, giving them St. Valentine's Day cards and sharing God's love. At the diocesan convention this year, Bishop Greg Brewer chose the theme of evangelism for the meeting and for the year. The motto for this year is light of the world, salt of the earth, of which the, the logo is on the screens. Now, it comes from the words of Jesus found in our gospel reading today. You are the salt of the earth. You are the light of the world. It is part of the Sermon on the Mount found in the gospel of Matthew chapters 5, 6, and 7. Jesus noticed the crowds that were gathering and went up on a mountain and began to teach the people. It was St. Augustine who coined the title, the Sermon on the Mount, way back in the 4th century. It's been called that ever since. Well, in our section, today's reading, we find two metaphors that describe the impact that a believer has. Metaphors that describe who we are in Christ Jesus. The people of God are salt and they are light. Jesus declares, you are the salt of the earth, but if salt has lost its taste, how shall its saltiness be restored? It is no longer good for anything except to be thrown out and trampled under people's feet. Now, salt has a lot of uses, but if salt loses its impact, its saltiness, what is it good for? Salt brings out the best in things. As author Eugene Peterson puts it, you're here to be salt seasoning that brings out the God flavors of this earth. If you lose your saltiness, how will people taste godliness. We are to help people know what God is doing on this earth. Now the interesting thing about salt is that it has to be in contact with something to make a difference. If, if that grain of salt is just the shortest distance away from your food, it makes no difference to the food. It has to come in contact with what is on your plate. And just as salt must actually be in contact with the food to make any difference, we are called to be in this world in contact with it, rubbing shoulders with people so that we also make a difference. We are not called to hide or mind our own business or remain quiet. We are called to be salt. Jesus goes on to say, you are the light of the world. A city set on a hill cannot be hidden. Nor do people light a lamp and put it under a basket, but on a stand, and it gives light to all in the house. 
In the same way, let your light shine before others. Light enhances our ability to see. In fact, without light, we can't see at all, right? Light is never meant to be hidden. What good is it for then? No one turns on a lamp in a dark room and then decides to put a box on top of it. That would be foolishness. Light helps people see. You can't help but notice light. It dispels darkness. Now, what Jesus says is really quite amazing. He says to his followers, you are the light of the world. You are the light of the world. Can you imagine that? Here was a group of farmers and fishermen, tax collectors, housewives, in a tiny and remote village, in an obscure part of the world, and Jesus was saying to them, you are the light of the world. Talk about a statement of faith. He doesn't say, you will become the light of the world. Nor does he say, you might or you can be the light of the world. He says, you are the light of the world. And it's not just the light of the village or the light of the countryside. He says, you are the light of the world. That word world in the Greek word, cosmos, cosmos. It must have sounded absurd at the time to them, this group listening to Jesus on this little small place in the middle of nowhere where Jesus says, you are the light of the cosmos. Now, do you want to hear something else amazing, possibly even absurd? We are the light of the world. You are the light of the world, the cosmos. Jesus says to us this morning that we are the light of the world. Think about that for a moment. Consider it. Taste it. Let it get into your soul. You and I are the light of the world. It's not that we have the potential to become the light. It's not that if we do everything just right, then we'll become the light. We are the salt of the earth we are the light of the world by his grace. And then Jesus says, let your light shine before others that they may see your good deeds and glorify your father in heaven. So what are these good deeds, these, these good works? It's really anything that draws attention to God's love and God's kingdom. They are deeds that glorify God. They are actions that magnify God like helping someone who has physical needs or encouraging a coworker or a neighbor, spending time with someone grieving, sharing your faith in Jesus with a non-Christian, helping the poor, which was said a few times in our readings today. More specifically, though, in the context of our reading, which is the Sermon on the Mount, it's the works that come from displaying the Beatitudes, which is preceding our gospel reading. Right before our reading is when Jesus gives the Beatitudes, when Jesus said, blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are those who mourn, for they will be comforted. Blessed are the meek, for they will inherit the earth. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they will be filled. Blessed are the merciful, for they will be shown mercy. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they will see God. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they will be called children of God. Blessed are those who are persecuted because of righteousness, 
for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. The reason they are called the Beatitudes is because they are the attitudes that we should have, the attitudes that we should be, the be attitudes. People who display meekness and mercy, people who are peacemakers, believers who are pure in heart, believers who are persecuted for righteousness, these are the good deeds we bring into the world. And all these attitudes have this in common, our relationship with God and other people. Does our relationship with other people point toward Jesus Christ? Or does it point somewhere else? Do we walk in a spirit of forgiveness? Or do we choose to hold resentment and bitterness? Do we walk in meekness and righteousness? Or does our life look no different than the world? You are the light of the world. You are the salt of the earth. Jesus gives no room for doubt here. Are we who Jesus says we are? On a Christmas Eve many years ago, candles were given out to each child in attendance to remember the light of Christ coming into the world. Three siblings carried their candles home from church that night and each thought the candle precious. One had not even lit the candle in order to keep it good as new. The other had let the candle burn during the service and carried it forth, still lit from the church, but it blew out in the doorway. The third blew out his candle and took it home and lit it a number of times during the year until it was burned down into the dish. Look, said Mary, after 10 months had passed, I have still have my candle as good as new. I was smarter than the others. John's is all burned up and Eddie's just lays in the drawer half used up. Who's the smartest mother? I don't know, replied the mother. Candles are made to be used. They are made to give light. Who can say what John was thinking as he did his work with the lighted candle and who knows how Eddie feels when he opens his drawer and sees the candle. Whether you light a candle or don't use candles, there is a spiritual light that, has, that should be in you and which should shine out towards others by the power of the Holy Spirit within you. It is not a contest to see who has the brightest or the, or the biggest candle, but we are called to faithfully shine the light that Christ within us gives. We are meant to give our lives for others, which glorifies God. Our lesson from the words of Jesus today are this. You are the light of the world. Therefore, let your light shine before all people, that they may see your good works and glorify your Father in heaven. Amen. Thank you for joining us in this conversation today. We will continue to pray that our teachings are impacting you for the kingdom of God. If you'd like to learn more about our community, you can find us on stedwardsepiscopal.com or on Facebook. And of course, we'd love for you to visit us in beautiful Mount Dora. May God's grace fill you as you go in peace.